Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends present. I'm Riley Hopkins, and I am with my amazing friends here, and I would like to present them to you first off. Uh, starting with uh, <laughs> one half of uh, of the wonderful Argonauts duo and my, my dear friend, Marn. Hello. And also the I... Perry Songs duo, and also the Dead Letter Society duo. <laughs> I'm the I'm the half of a lot of duos. <laughs> An essential half to any team that you have. <laughs> Batman and Robin suck shit because they are missing a one. <laughs> you spent your plus one wrong. <laughs> I'm also joined by my my dear friend and streets of fire respecter, Taylor. <laughs> I was like, that could be, that could be either of us. You're muted, uh, Taylor. Taylor, you're muted. I, I'm, Audacity picked it up. I am pushed to talk on. Uh, hello, friends, and welcome to the RSS Defiant. We are four friends with two missions. The first is to have fun. The second is to objectively rank, using the scientific method, every single episode of the hit television series, Star Trek Wait. Deep Space Nine. Wait. Uh, I on. am Taylor. I am on Twitter at Leviathan Files, and I use he him pronouns. You can't change the show. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, enemy of many a show, but uh, best friend of my heart, Jeff Stormer. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Nog, a yearly tradition <laughs> honoring a yearly tradition. I am Jeff Stormer. I use he his pronouns, and I am a podcaster, game designer, and the unofficial official LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. Since these two schmucks gave out their pronouns, <laughs> I'm he, they. Lauren, what do you have on the table? I'm she, her. It's very funny that you guys just like launched straight into your thing, but I couldn't do that because all I say in the Argonauts intro is, I'm Marn. <laughs> I'm Marn. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, Riley, do you want to record a podcast? <laughs> I do, but I think if I did, it would be... About comics in a niche way. You see, Riley, uh, if not us, then who podcast? Great. Love that thing. We don't play that game that often, which is kind of the reason that I felt like we needed to switch names as we are progressing onto the Moonshot Network. So I want to bring this to you, though. Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends present, again, me and my amazing friends, still going to be doing fan fiction inspired actual play. Still going to be doing some weird shit. But I'm hoping to... Uh, be able to open up my my boundaries a little bit, spread out, and see what else I can do. Also, playing around with how we're recording because we're going to record this all in two days, <laughs> so we're going to see how that goes. We're going to see how it goes. We're recording this all in two days, and for the record, it is eight p.m. Eastern on day one, and we have started recording. <laughs> yeah, hit the hit the hit the Sonic Adventure like. <laughs> but uh, I have brought you all here. Because we are going to be playing a joint game of follow and then uh, canonize. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I can't fucking wait. Follow is Ben Robbins, right? Yes. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. And and canonize is... That's Jeff Stormer, right? That's Jeff Stormer. That is correct. <laughs> wait, is that the asshole that loves hard cider? <laughs> no, that's... that's Well, I can see why you'd be confused. That is James Stormer, who loves ah. hard cider. Thank That's you. the guy who took a bunch of money from my friend Chris Hutton when he went to go train as a wrestler in Canada, right? That is correct. That is correct. No, that's James Storm. That's James Storm from no, Beer No, it was money. Lance Storm. A Lance Storm. <laughs> Wait, which one's Lance Archer then? That's the man. That's the Manahawk. That's the Manahawk murder monster. I think that's one of the insane guys. We need to. So we are doing a comics thing today. That is kind of the shtick here. That is our. That is our goal. 
we are we're doing what if the amalgam comics were good uh what if they landed better in our hearts and we're gonna mix and mash and see what the fuck happens but that's gonna start with canonize uh greetings agents tonight and for the next several sessions we will be playing canonize a storytelling game about building the hidden interconnected histories of our favorite pop culture properties and using the truth of those histories to save the world every uh every session that we get together we're going to explore a fictional world pull out our favorite pieces characters themes locations plot points etc and connect them with other worlds to create a fictional universe larger than the sum of its parts then we're going to use those strange stories that we create to undermine insert threat here it is traditionally a massive corporation that has kept these worlds under lock and key it might mm-hmm. be that but it doesn't have to be that we'll use this we'll use the game to flesh out what we're fighting in follow as we mm-hmm. fight a crisis that, that, that and save the multiverse uh we've all named ourselves the resident expert of a particular field in this case a particular area of marvel and dc comics or their subsidiary properties that they own we'll talk through what each of our expertise is in a moment but um Mainly you exist, mainly your role there is to just answer any like lore related questions that we have to that. And if you don't have the answer, you can make it up. And then we are using real world pop culture, movies, games, books, and stories that we're really passionate about. Uh, and what we're going, what we've already done is we've, as- we've assigned a thing that we're passionate about. And three of the four of us, because I am bad and have not done this yet have given a list of examples two of the four of us two of the four two of, us. of the four of us are good at this and two of the four of us have been have been dragging work has been busy this week get the fuck off my back um <laughs> we're going to give a list of things that we're passionate about because secretly this game is about getting your friends to watch that show that you've been asking them to watch for 10 years uh and there you have it uh if you've made it this far you're a can and i now there is uh, an evil force keeping the world boring, and we're going to get out there and blow it up with knowledge. I love it. I'm ready to fucking go. I'm ready to uh, Well, we've already named our areas of expertise. Actually, let's let's go through this since we're playing it. Um, this will be a good thing for us to start, and from here, we'll just go step by step through it, and we'll play the game as normal. Uh, the two notes that I want to give is that we are doing, quote-unquote, one-night canonize, which is to say that traditionally in canonize, there is an interstitial phase, which is... Uh, saw Riley make a face as if that wasn't an intentional, as if that was not an intentional naming of a thing. Um, there is so traditionally how it works is that we play out one session of the game, then we take a break for a, a week, a month, however long we want to take, where we go and we watch a bunch of we go and we watch a bunch of TV or read a bunch of comics, and then we get back together and we build out the conspiracy board with like the things from that that we want to add to the universe. Mm-hmm. We're doing this all at once, so our knowledge might be a little more surface level, and it's just going to kind of be like the shit that we already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because we have we have already chosen our our universes and they are already like assigned, we've, we're just going to go with that and and rock and roll with what we've already got. Hell yeah! Uh, so let's go through and just say out loud now that we're on mic what our area of expertise is. This is the real life piece of pop culture that you're passionate about, knowledgeable about, eager to share with your friends, and just as eager as are. <laughs> To blow up, remix, and render completely unrecognizable. Uh, for I, me, it is superhero television shows. Cartoons, uh, live action, all that shit. My answer is, uh, I've written it affectionately, is Jack Kirby shit. Uh, it's all not necessarily all stuff written by Jack Kirby, but like Kirby shit. Like, you know Kirby shit yeah. if you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dots. 
Yeah. Kirby. Yeah. Stuff with dots behind it. Uh, my thing is second stringer Justice League guys, like the Justice League guys who sit in the back who you don't see very often. <laughs> and uh, secondary to that, like Batman sidekicks and villains. Mm-hmm. And uh, we- t- Taylor, what is the what is the field of Marvel or DC Comics that you are then? What is your area of expertise within the Marvel or DC Comics crossover event that we're building? I'm so very glad that you asked, Jeff. Uh, did you know that in 1979, Marvel began a run of Star Trek comics? Oh. And then, uh, directly following Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, DC also had a run of Star Trek comics. Oh, so, interesting. interesting. So, for our ambitious Marvel and DC crossover amalgamation event, uh, my area of expertise is the entire Star Trek franchise. <laughs> I am so excited for this because, A, I feel like that means that we have what the connective tissue is. And, B, have you read the Star Trek X-Men I have crossover? not read one single word. <laughs> no, the, that's, you... that's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, I have... I have read the one panel that gets shared yes. on Twitter Twitter every year or so where it's Kirk asking McCoy if he thinks his pants make his butt look fat and McCoy doing a spit take. <laughs> oh, then you haven't also seen the the one that where someone talks like Dr. McCoy and both Beast and make McCoy look around. That's so good. That's good <laughs> shit. That's good shit. That's good shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. So this my, is this my one regret is that we're not going to also get to involve the panel, the very famous panel. <laughs> what is this? This is where my parents were murdered, Raphael. <laughs> Count bummer. It's okay. I already have a podcast referencing that. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, yeah. So we've already named our area of expertise. Now we're going to name our investigators. We are all playing an investigator. We are playing someone who is unraveling this conspiracy in real time. We can be a team of people who know each other. We don't have to be. Uh, what the? And this can be an original character. This can be a canon character. If you want to be playing Daredevil, you can be playing Daredevil. If you want to make up a wholly new character that inhabits your area of expertise, like is connected to that in some capacity, you may do that as well. All you really need for this is your character's name and pronouns, their connection to the fictional world, um, and how they became aware that there is some kind of conspiracy um, and like what is pushing them to investigate it. I immediately have an answer, if I may. I also immediately have an answer, so go ahead. Uh, I will be playing Daredevil, because yes, I do want to play Daredevil. <laughs> his pronouns are he, him. Uh, his connection to the fictional world is he's a lawyer, and I think that uh, he found out that something was happening with the you know, the walls of reality as we know them, because copyright law stopped him from being able to get somebody off as like, a defendant. <laughs> that, <laughs> is, that is a, a very canon thing in the, in, the, in the Marvel Universe, is that you can use copyright law and comics. <laughs> Well, it's someone, someone going, like, it was specifically, like, someone was like, no, he has to be a murderer. He's stealing this thing. It's like, what do you, what, what? What do you mean? He's like, he's committing copyright fraud, so he's a murderer? And that made him look at the bigger size of that and how that spanned outwards. I am playing, uh, I am playing Daily Planet reporter and Superman's best friend, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, also, he, his pronouns. Who has become aware of things because he's Jimmy Olsen, and uh, what the fuck else do you want from me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Jimmy yeah, Olsen is keyed into weird things that happen, and I think, like, 
has picked up that something uh scary is unfolding because like he received uh a, 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 he received an order to go cover like a bake sale or something and like stumbled into reality itself is collapsing around us great shit great shit uh, my investigator is Michelle Carter, who is also known as Goldstar, who is Booster Gold's twin sister. Love I it. I Booster Gold had a twin. <laughs> yep. I did, I did know this. I did know this. Uh, she also once very briefly posed as Batgirl. What? Yeah. <laughs> Goldstar Batgirl. I don't Probably know if that's pitching of anything for you. but did, No, yeah. I, I, I got the magic of Google here. Riley do, you know who, Riley, do you know who Booster Gold's dad is? I guess I just kind of assumed he came fully formed out of, like, a sports magazine, a sports almanac. Like, who's Booster's dad? Booster's dad in the comics is Rip Hunter Time Master. No, Rip Hunter's his son. Oh, you're right. Rip Hunter is his son. Booster Gold's yeah. son is Rip Hunter Time Time Master. You are correct. These words all make sense alone, but together. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor over there going, Booster, Gold, Sister, Rip, Hunter, I'm Master. I know what a a Rip is. (laughs) All right. Uh, How has Goldstar figured out that something is amiss? What What is Goldstar investigating? So I, I, I think I'm just going to straight rip her from the Booster Gold comic from, like, the very, very end of the DC line before they went into New 52, uh, where she was, like, traveling around doing time travel shit with Booster Gold and Rip Hunter. And I think that, like, in the course of that time travel shit, they were like, uh-oh, the universe broke again. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Uh, and Taylor, what do you got? Uh, I'm very excited to be playing unnamed USS Cerritos Andorian <laughs> operations officer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, who is from uh, the television show St- Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, an actual... Since we are playing canon characters... <laughs> Uh, I am still within the rules of of the... (laughs) You'll find that I have a legal play on the field. Uh, Nothing nothing in the rule book says I can't play this character. Uh, Thon uses he, him, or Thon Thon's pronouns because Andorians canonically have four genders. Uh, Mm. Using uh, different social roles and all very fun stuff. Uh, Mostly fleshed out during... The comics, as Memory Beta tells me, um, Memory Beta being the offshoot of Memory Alpha, which is the famous uh, fan wiki of Star Trek. Anyway, unnamed USS Cerritos Andorian Operations Officer, uh, a.k.a. Ensign, um, Ensign, gotcha. accidentally one day fell through a dimensional anomaly, briefly became three-dimensional as he entered uh, the Star Trek live-action universe and then reverted back to two dimensions as he entered the Star Trek's comics universe. <laughs> Incredible. <a> <laughs> Incredible. It's just, just next, truly <laughs> next level shit. Like, truly, this is what we're chasing after, and I could not be more excited. Uh, I'm looking at the example of play on here, and I thought that said public domain Minecraft, and I was like, I didn't think any of that existed. Yo. <laughs> 
instead of public domain monsters. I All wish. Right. We have our <laughs> shit. All right, we have our investigators. Um, we so because we are because we are doing this in one night, we actually, um, actually, let's go ahead. It is it is in the rules. We should do our first investigation to give us some stuff to immediately start making connections to. Yes. So, uh, here is the here is the question: What's a thing that we all know a fairly decent amount about that we want to put in the middle of this board? Let's see here. Let's see here. I. I'm just gonna start listing shit. Well, is it Superman? <laughs> Super Superman's a good touch point. I know shit about Superman. I'm sorry. All right, S- Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you know his? Like, I don't know shit about Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm so sorry. Is it? Is it? Is it pub? Is it? Is it public domain monsters such as Dracula? Are we bringing the public domain <laughs> into this? So oh I God. do know an unfortunately large amount about Dracula. I don't know that much about other public domain monsters. Poirot, Columbo. I uh, I know a decent amount about Columbo. Columbo, Marn. Yeah, I've, I've watched several seasons of Columbo. Jeff, I've watched the. First All right, we're three. dropping we're dropping Columbo right into the middle. <laughs> that's so perfect. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> Where he should be. Oh, God. I got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so big. That card is so big. Are we legally allowed to do this? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. He is small. <laughs> he's he's only three inches tall. He's, he's the size of a quarter. Uh, still a little. <laughs> so we've put Columbo in the middle of our board right. and we're spinning him on a little Lucy Susan. I'm really excited to see how all four of these things that we are experts about <laughs> are gonna connect to are Columbo. gonna connect to Columbo. Mm-hmm. So so here's how this works. This is our first investigation. This is a shared thing that this is a shared thing that we have all done investigation into. Mm-hmm. Um what this is going to look like is we're going to go around the table from the person who has most recently engaged with that fictional property. So whoever has most recently watched or read a a piece of Columbo fiction. That might be me. Uh, I watched an episode last week. That's it. I watched... What day last week? This is very important. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) ask. Last Monday, so you might have to I watched it on Friday. (laughs) Shit. I was going to say, well, I watched the Johnny Cash one on Wednesday. Oh, that's a I good one. I also watched the Johnny Cash one. <laughs> yeah! That's, a, that's the first episode of Clubbo I ever watched. Yo! It's a, it's a good episode. You, you really think that he's going to get away with it? God. Oh, so... There you go, Jeff. All right. (laughs) Here's how this is going to work. And this is going to give us a map for how the rest of the game is going to play. I like that you've already put us in all our Columbo tweet. (laughs) Um, How this is going to work. Uh, We are going to take turns uh, and we're going to move. We'll call it clockwise. I will just name the next person because I'm just going to move left to right on this Zoom or on this Discord call. Mm -hmm. We're going to name an element of that fictional property that interests us and add it to the conspiracy board. This can be a character. This can be a plot point. This can be a trope. This can be a theme, etc, etc, etc. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and we are going to describe how our investigator became aware that this is an element of the story that is a part of the larger puzzle. We won't know how it connects yet, but we know that it plays a role. 
So I am going to. So Jimmy Olsen is going to put something on the board. I love this is giving me like the secondhand great feeling that I get from listening to people's interstitial games. <laughs> it's just like Jimmy Olsen is going to interact with Columbo, and I'm like, this is I'm putting all about. on the board, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a line connecting it to the Columbo piece. Uh, I have put on the board that rich people are assholes. Uh-huh. I am interested. That is the piece of Columbo that I am interested in. It is that, uh, as I see, as I saw mentioned on Twitter, Columbo is a TV show about bullying a blue check mark until they lose their shit. Yes. I am interested in blue check marks being unilaterally assholes. Uh, Jimmy Olsen has figured this out because Jimmy Olsen is an investigator of the of the of Metropolis. That what's happening in Metropolis. And, you know, Metropolis is a, is a city run by Lex Luthor, and you don't become a city run by Lex Luthor if you're not populated by the worst of the wealthy and elite. And mm-hmm. so Jimmy Olsen, the second that things are going wrong, is pretty confident that there are that there are rich assholes to blame in some capacity. Taylor, what element do you want to put on the board related to Columbo? I'm so glad that you asked, Jeff. Uh, the <laughs> element that I'm going to put on the board for Columbo is... If you? Uh, I knew it was you from minute one. Uh, <laughs> so um, let me just do this here. I knew it was you from minute one. I was so afraid you were going to say Leonard Nimoy's character that Columbo... <laughs> Oh my god. Erase that. Editor Riley. <laughs> Cut that. Cut everything. Let's take it from the top. Thank you for asking, Jeff. I'm so glad that you did. The element that I'm going to uh, put on the board from Columbo is Leonard Nimoy's character in the episode about sutures. A stitch in time. <laughs> He gets crazy. I, he gets greedy and wants to publish his his research too early. Yeah. <laughs> Turns <laughs> out you can just dye string different colors. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna resize that. I was gonna type inside this box, but I think. <laughs> how do I yeah. group these together? <laughs> control oh G. Yeah, control G, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. This is, this so is a real conspiracy board now. There's a picture. So how does how does Enzyme how does Enzyme get this? How does Enzyme yeah, like, get that connection? How yeah. does Thon know that this is unfolding? So uh the unnamed USS Cerritos Andorian operations officer uh was doing some reconnaissance uh while he was in the live action world. Um and he recognized he said for a moment. <laughs> Well, (laughs) he gets a lot done. He's really time efficient. Uh, He recognized a familiar face from his studies in the academy. That of... (laughs) That of Ambassador Tishin Tagai Spock in the form of this medical doctor being brought down by this strange goblin of a man. <laughs> this weird little guy. Yeah. Dr. Barry Mayfield Thank is the you. is the name you're looking for. <laughs> Marn, what are you adding to this board and how does your character come become a, no, know that it is connected to something? Um I my addition I think is going to be unorthodox detective work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I feel 
like there has to be some kind of DC Comics detective connection here. I mean, oh, oh, fucking yeah. the, the chip? <laughs> detective well, chip? I mean, no, Booster I mean, Gold is an, un- is an unorthodox detective. He is, that is true. I was also thinking about the question, because he is also a weird little man who wears a trench coat. <laughs> he is a weird little trench coat man. <laughs> Isn't that Renee Montoya? <laughs> uh, there it's was a all- guy, and then it, it's also Renee, yeah. Yeah, there's two There's two of the questions. I love this shit, man. I love DC Comics. There's just like, there's 87 of this dude. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Hope you like Green Lantern. <laughs> Riley, oh. what are you adding to this board? Uh, I am going to add it to this board, and I think it will be clear how Daredevil relates this. Is none of this holds up in court. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's, that's uh, sir, that's all conjecture. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think you will find that a lot of these connections don't make a, a lot of sense that is happening. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm working for a bad guy? Fuck this, actually. It does totally hold up in court. Oh, this is already great. I love this shit. I love this shit. All right, I'm sorry. I've been fiddling with my arm to try and get myself <laughs> slightly further away from my mic because I'm coming in a little hot, but I think I got it. I think I'm good. I trust you. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I got faith in you. All right. Um, I now, uh, I, we can ask the group, do we want to keep going? Do we want to take another round on Columbo, or do we want to dive into our stuff? <laughs> I I am already like fascinated by this. As much as I want to in my heart continue on Columbo, I am ready to party on our things. Okay. Well then with that, we have we have we have mapped out our first investigation. We now move into the heart of the game, which is uh we are going to choose which of our fields of study we want to thoroughly investigate. We want each of our four investigators to investigate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are from there, we're going to put items on the board exactly like we did with Columbo. We're going to name a thing related to that, to that property. We're going to put it on the board. We're going to explain how we know that it is connected. Once mm-hmm. we have finished naming things that we want on the board, we'll mm-hmm. start establishing connections and saying, and then that's when we build out the board. Gotcha. And then once we've done that with all four of our properties, we will map out, we will decide where the crisis is happening and how we want to stop it i see okay 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 so we're getting all the items to put on the murder board and then we'll put get the string out yeah each time so so how it works is each time each time we go through two phases we put all of the jack kirby shit we want to put on the board on the board Mm -hmm. and then we see how that jack kirby shit connects to other items already on the board we put all of our star trek stuff and then we go okay now here's how the star trek stuff connects to all of the other pieces on the board Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then okay. after that, we decide once we've done that, what we'll do is we will decide what the we'll, once we start to get a picture of the crisis, we'll start to identify the individual connections on the board that the crisis is targeting mm-hmm. or how it relates to those pieces. And then that will inform the follow game that we're playing, the follow game or games that we're playing after this. Heard. Awesome. 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 Sick. Which that of these I'm... four things do we want to start with? Uh, I have looked up my Jack Kirby shit. Uh, <laughs> so I have Jack Kirby shit, and funnily enough, also second string JL guys. <laughs> ready? I can get you Star Trek like that. <laughs> I'm ready for anything. What are What are we all feeling, Taylor Marn? Do you have any preferences? Uh, I want to learn about these second string guys. Hey. All right, that sounds great. I like. I want to see what what the the guys slumming around. 
very, very nearly the area of expertise that I took. If Marn hadn't, if Marn hadn't been so quick on the draw, it would have been because I, I it, is a, it is a shared interest of ours. We, so I, the, I'm excited. This is, we are three DC fuckers and then their Star Trek friend right now. <laughs> we have no Marvel representation. Three I'm nerds and a hope. jock. Well, that's there's true. A, there's a bunch of there's a there's a lot of Jack Kirby Marvel shit. Yeah, that is gonna come that's up. True. It's just. Because I feel like there's a good Venn diagram here of, like, the second stringers just trying to make it in a superhero world. And, like, all of the non-suspects in any episode of Columbo. Because he's always talking to just, like, the down-to-earthest. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, right. just going like, oh, what? are these rutabagas? <laughs> Is rutabaga right? That's fantastic. I, 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 I love yeah, are, are you are you sewing a flag right now? Can you tell me this 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 fabric? Oh, I I know you said you're getting old, but I promise you, you're not getting old. It's it the the the, the scene where he talks to the lady that's sewing a flag in the Johnny Cash episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just like, how can I help you, sir? Oh, my God. oh no! Am I losing my memory? Am I getting old? Are we doing the same thing with Justice League Second Stringers that we just did with Columbo? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's gonna work. Uh, so starting with Marn, and then we'll move our way through the Zoom. Through I keep saying Zoom through the Discord call. Uh, start with Marn, moving our way through the Discord call. We will uh, name a thing, put it on the board, and describe how your character became aware that this connects to the larger picture that is unfolding. And again, these can be characters, locations, settings, tropes, themes, whatever you want them to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. I could just like I could just be like, here's a guy. You could just be like, here's a guy. I'm putting could... him on the board, and then you tell us how he connects to the to the rest of the of the picture. Pluck a little man oh, out of your zoo, Marn. <laughs> yeah, you I, just, I will drop a, just drop a man onto the board. In fact, like quite literally. Hang on, I gotta get a picture. <laughs> In fact, quite literally, fucking, uh, how do I add a picture? I just pay, I just control C, control V. Oh, you just control to read. Here's a guy. Here's Guy Gardner. Oh, yeah! it's, it's a guy. <laughs> it's a guy. Oh, Fuck shit. This dude. That's Fuck this a idiot. dude. Baltimore's oh. own Green Lantern. He's from Baltimore. <laughs> He is. He's from Baltimore. (laughs) The man's got opinions on crab. (laughs) Noted, noted bar owner. I love, I love the Justice League, the Green Lantern animated series when Hal comes back to Earth and guys like there, and it's just a piece of shit. Oh, in young, in in young Justice. Guy shows up like late in the series. I think it's after they move to after HBO Max takes it over is when mm-hmm. Guy Gardner shows up, and immediately he is just trash. <laughs> he is just a, he is a horrible little trash man that I love with all like his first appearance on Young Justice. He is uh, he he lear- he explains that there is a Thanagarian swear word that the Green Lantern, that, like, their auto-translator refuses to translate, and then proceeds to just call people that for the rest of the episode. <laughs> That's so good! 
he's like, yeah, that, and they give him like the thickest Boston accent. So he's like, yeah, that, uh, that, uh, that's a, uh, that's a word that they don't translate. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. How does Guy Gardner? So is Guy Gardner related to the Columbo case, or does Guy Gardner just relate? extra how how are we how does so that... right now right now guy gardner just connects to the second mm-hmm. string jl mm-hmm. guys uh board mm-hmm. and then once yes. we start making connections we'll we'll figure out how it connects but right now we're okay. just putting stuff on the board just just putting it on yeah and then telling me how gold star how what's what's the lead that gold star chases that that brings guy gardner onto the board um so i i feel like it has to be something with justice league international because mm-hmm. uh Booster Gold and Guy Gardner were both in Justice League International. Um, so, possibly there is something to do with, like, the members of Justice League International are related to this somehow. Mm, okay, okay. And, and the reason that we do this is really just to kind of ground us as players and as characters, like, in the, the fiction of the mystery a little bit. And also to give us strings to pull all, like, like additional stuff to pull on as we're as we're hearing stuff to give us stuff to tug on so that in the connection phase we go oh you mentioned that it might be connected to the justice league international here's another thing there's a natural string to connect to another piece of this later that's kind of the the why of why we're why we why we explain the stuff that we're putting on the board i am looking to see if this guy was ever in the justice league Guy Gardner? I mean, no. he was. Okay. I think you'll find he was. No, the guy that I want to add. Actually, I don't. I don't know if he ever was, but I'm just gonna do it anyway. Is that all right? Like, yeah. it's it's, yeah, it's yeah. a. It's I think JL guys is. I think JL guys is a is a euphemism. I honestly think we could yeah. pull in Marvel guys as well as just like working class second string schlubs. Let me introduce you to a wonderful, uh, <laughs> wonderful. Let me introduce you to a man. This is Niles oh, Calder. Oh, I hate the, the, the chief. Hate the I chief. I got the chief. Niles Calder. Uh, oh, man. Boss of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> uh, a, guy. All around just a... What if Professor X was an asshole? What if he just was like, I know what's best for you, and he did not. Reader, so he did this not is, know what was this best is, for him. This is comics professor Jep jumping in to talk about Niles Calder, just noted piece of shit. Because there's a thing that I like about him as a character, and that is mm-hmm. from the 60s, mm-hmm. every single iteration of Niles Calder has had the same twist reveal that uh-huh. he's a that he's a big giant piece of shit. <laughs> they are constantly, constantly, every single writer makes the same decision. It's like, oh, this guy's piece of shit. Niles Calder doesn't think people can change. <laughs> he thinks he thinks I used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> Cliff Steele, Larry Trader holding the fucking baby negative spirit, going, "I'm not a piece of shit. Not a, I used to be. I used I'm to not be a piece of shit." <laughs> uh, and how Daredevil gets into this is um one of the very real things of like when. Cliff Steele, Robot Man, interacts with Niles Calder. Is like, this is illegal. This shit's illegal. I got. I'm gonna call a fucking lawyer. And he calls a lawyer. And that lawyer is Daredevil. Daredevil's like, uh, Murdoch and Nelson. And, and and Robot Man's like, I need. I need a fucking professional in here. And Daredevil goes in. And it's like, yeah, this shit is is fucked. You aren't wrong. 
but I don't really know. What is he? Is he keeping you here? No. Is he like, what's he doing? Well, he's just a dick. That's not illegal. <laughs> it's not illegal, robot man. Clisty, I'm sorry to tell you. You could just be shitty. Because also, I don't think Cliff would enunciate on what everything was. But that's it. That's what I got there. All right. Then it is my turn. Taylor has brought in a silly little image, actually, already. Taylor, why don't you go ahead, since you have brought in an image that I would like for you to talk through. Uh, So this image is the logo for the Legion of Superheroes, uh, which (laughs) is a 31st century team of uh, Detective Comics super youths. Uh, Look at them. uh, They uh, were... Accidentally transported through a time distortion to the 23rd century of a different universe. That universe being uh, the universe of the original series Star Trek comics. Um, uh, These super youths then had uh, adventures with a landing party um, that uh, connected to or that reported up to uh, Lieutenant Spock. Um. Mm. So I think because are we explaining like how we found these facts? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh. And and how uh Ensign found these facts? Uh. Just doing more investigation into this familiar face. Uh. F- like mm-hmm. reading up on uh other dimensional travel, like trying to figure out how do I get back. Uh. Comes across mm-hmm. a story about. Uh, superpowered individuals, one of many, since Star Trek is replete with energy beings and gods and superheroes and sh- stuff like that. I almost wasted our our S word quota. <laughs> <laughs> so the piece that I've added to the board is uh, two characters that are close to my heart. If we're talking yeah! about if we're talking about weird. We're talking about weird working class heroes. I have added Ralph and Sue Dibney, the elongated man and his wife. Uh, also, no, if we're there's there 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 is an unspoken connection to the Columbo verse because uh, there's the unspoken piece of the board, which is wife guys and proud proud to be mm-hmm. wife guys. <laughs> Uh, the elongated man is a is a superhero that imbibed a that imbibes a a a a, a secret cocktail of a, of the juice of a, of an elusive fruit that lets him get stretchy. He gets stretchy powers, but his main uh, hold thing on is- the juice of an elusive fruit. I've heard of this before. <laughs> that's that's hold on. That's, that makes him was he looking for a treasure that was left in one place. <laughs> Uh, well, he's looking to solve mysteries, <laughs> so I guess it's sort of like a mystery of where you find a treasure map. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and was that what was the name of that fruit? Was it was it a devil fruit? Uh, who can say, Riley? Who can say? <laughs> um, but uh, Ralph and Sue are uh, a loving couple. Ralph is a private detective and a proud wife guy. <laughs> And uh, Jimmy Olsen is friends with Ralph and Sue Dibney. They are they are they are a, a a friend. They are close friends of Jimmy. And I think that like as all of this is unfolding, right? Like reality is breaking at the seams. Something is pulling apart reality. There is a mystery, and when Jimmy needs a mystery solved, he seeks out his friends Ralph and Sue. Mm-hmm. And so they are. So he knows that they are 
they they have insights, they know things, because if there's a mystery, they're likely to be on the scene. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. So, um, Taylor, why don't you go again? <laughs> Shit. Um... Or we'll go back to Marn. Marn, Marn, what do you got? Are we still are we still populating uh, second string jail? Do we do we want to do we want to move into connections or do we want to put more shit on the board? I am so conflicted because I got so many guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's start doing. Con- Here's what we'll do. We'll move into connections, and what we'll say is, uh, on your turn, you can because the next phase is you can either add an item or you can make a connection. So okay, we'll start okay, making okay. connections immediately. I think I might have. Uh read ahead of the class um, that's fine go ahead and explain i am, your explain your connection i have connected the legion of superheroes to leonard nimoy uh in the production of the colombo episode of stitch in time <laughs> the, All right. that makes sense because spock that's Spock. Then, then here's how here's how here's how making connections work um here's how making connections work you are connecting two pieces of evidence. You are going to explain to us the following things. Um, the connection that you're making. How your character became aware of the connection. The true unseen history of the connection. And any questions you want your fellow investigators to consider. These are questions that we don't have to answer right now. If we just want to leave questions in the air. We can write them on the board. We don't have to. These are simply uh, all of this is simply saying, like, there's a connection here, this is how I know of it, and this is what we don't know, because that's going to be the things that we as investigators are going to fill in as we go. I have just made a a wild connection that I'm going to be working towards. And on each of our turns, we can do one of the following three things. As I, as I read the game that I wrote... <laughs> Listen, you can identify evidence, which is to say, like, now we can put stuff on the board. We can identify evidence. We can place cards on the board, pull out an element of the world to investigate further and play. We can make a connection. You can connect two pieces of evidence together, literally and metaphorically. Or you can get personally involved, which is when your character digs in and gets your hands dirty, which makes a connection between your character card, the cards that we have on our board with our character names, so Jimmy Olsen, Daredevil, unnamed uh, Andorran officer. Uh, we can make a connection between our character and a piece of evidence that is on the board. Uh, and what happens there is that life gets more dangerous for you, but uh, that is just a way for you to, to play out a scene of you personally connecting to a piece of evidence. So, Taylor, explain the connection that you've made. Uh, so, the connection that I have made is between the Legion of Superheroes and... Uh, Leonard Nimoy's character, Dr. Barry Mayfield. Um, And I apologize. uh, The words made sense as I listened to you say them. Yes. Uh, But now trying to to say what next. (laughs) Absolutely. It is on page uh, 19 of the thing. You're going to explain the four. You're going to explain. You've explained the connection. You're going to explain how your character became aware of the connection. The true unseen history of the connection and any questions that you don't have. So you're going to tell us what that connection is and how you became aware of it. And then if there are pieces of that that your character or you, Taylor, don't know or find interesting and want us to consider in play or in open discussion, explain those questions. Cool. So, uh, yes, I've 
I've said the connection that I'm making, how, how I became aware of the connection. I think I also mentioned that uh, the, the ensign was trying to research up on Spock, found this connection, found this story of these, these youths from a different universe. Um, I love that you keep saying youths. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and I think the true unseen history of the connection is that all three of those universes overlapped at the same point in time. Mm. Where previously scholars had only been aware of two of them overlapping. That's super interesting. Um, and then... Uh, the questions that I want my fellow investigators to consider. Um, if there are duplicate faces of this person in two of these universes, but we know that three of them overlap, where's the third? Yeah. And then uh, like building off of that, like if we, if we have a case of two of these faces, Mm -hmm. does that mean that there are three faces overlapping and what happens if those universes start to collapse in on themselves? Or what happens when someone starts to pull those universes together? Mm-hmm. I have made a wild connection in my own brain right now. Go for it. But I, Just go, I, go ahead and go for it. Here's the thing. I fear it will take me a little bit off course. But I uh, need you to follow there me, is, okay? There is, there is no course. We are, we, are, we are unraveling this mystery in real time, and this is the exact kind of moment that we want to chase after in the game. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Follow me up to the top right under superhero television shows, and watch as I reach in and pull out a superhero television show. I've just posted a picture of Siler from Heroes, oh, played shit. by Zachary Quinto. Yeah! Who also plays Spock! Oh my god. You I wish there was a VOD. I wish they could see my face. Because I could see when all of a sudden it would ding 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 ding. I found here now I am gonna put an image on the board for a connection here. I am just doing this right now. Because only because I found an image that I'm like, I want this image specifically on the board. Mm, yes. <laughs> this is just yes. this is just from the mirror. They just mm-hmm. like they just made a like graphic. Uh huh. Yeah, this we're cooking with good. gas now. <laughs> oh. Okay, so this connects down. One. I'm just making connections to all of these things right now. <laughs> Daredevil found this because, like, he's listening to people's voices, right? As he's talking, mm-hmm. he's talking to them. He's there, like, he's going through. He's he's had a few people in the in the room talking about uh, Doctor Barry Mayfield. They talked to Barry, Doctor Barry, and he like listened to him. He's like, oh yeah, you know, this is that's very interesting. Um, and he talked to Spock later, and he's like, no, that's interesting. Where have I heard that before? He pulls up an old record that he had gotten while while fist fighting the fucking hand or some shit, where the hand was working with. Sailor to eat people's brains or whatever the fuck it is he does. I think he literally does eat brains, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs>